0: Hold on to
1: your butts.
0: Hold on to your butts. (laughs) Oh man, I was gonna say hold on to your butts. We're coming, but that really, (laughs) (laughs) really, doesn't go right. So weird. (laughs) (laughs) And on that Uh. note. What is up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Man, it's been a while since I've actually said that. And it feels uh, good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels so good. good. It felt actually really good.
1: It felt um, good saying I got to go report record a podcast tonight. Right? <laughs> that
0: you, felt, you know, that felt good. I think so too. I you know, I'm, I I I don't I've said this before in several podcasts, but you know, one of the things that I'm I'm super proud of is this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like you know, the 2018 things the oh, The yeah, hardcore casuals podcast is way up there on the list.
1: <laughs> Can you believe that at the end of it all, we ended up recording almost 20 episodes last year? Like I, I, I would not have expected to get that much content in. I'm super, super pumped about it.
0: Well, remember awesome. in the very beginning when we were talking, we, we were like, bro, uh, you know, like maybe, are, are we going to be able to do one hour's worth of content every week? Golly, golly I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we were really afraid of it, of being able to hit that mark. And once we started... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it, you always have that fear that you get to the point in the episode where you're just kind of looking at each other and you're just like, well, okay, because I got nothing else. But, I mean, it ended up being, okay, not only are we doing an hour, but now we're pushing two hours and oh crap what uh oh no we gotta cut
0: (laughs) yeah we gotta cut right (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's you know what but uh i i feel i feel i think it might be a little longer than the average but it's a different format it's it's a nice conversational format which i think is nice and it and the two hour mark is pretty is pretty good for I mean, the average, I don't expect, an I don't hour expect everyone hours.
1: who listens to this podcast to come in and sit down and listen to us ramble on about Xbox games for two hours. Like, that's, that's not realistic to do every week. But if they want to pop in and listen to the first 20 minutes of us talk about, like, something cool that we played on Xbox every week, tight. That, I would, that's great. Or if you want to skip to the middle and, and listen to uh, news for the week, sick, because that doesn't take the entire two hours. And so yeah. – uh, I'm, I'm just happy that people feel engaged and feel like this is worth listening to because I, I know we have, uh, we have new people almost every week listening and tuning in and letting us know that they're enjoying it so far. And that honestly is just so, so fulfilling and so awesome to, uh, to enjoy. So yeah, I can't, uh, I can't say enough nice things about the people who've been, uh, encouraging us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, you know and just, uh, once once uh we're we're on the, the the listeners uh the people that have taken the time to uh actually make comments right so so on the website big you know shout out to to Lahari for 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 dropping comments on the website shout outs to yeah. to uh, uh Everybody that's been dropping the five star reviews on iTunes, like I mean, thank you guys so so much. Yeah, really, yeah. every single one uh, is important, and it's it definitely been uh, uh, been a great encouragement uh, to us as we've been as we've been figuring this thing out, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, so let's see. Let's you know. That's enough mush. <laughs> that's enough mush what what uh what that's are we rolling mush. into what are we rolling into where is that All what?
1: Right. so we had a lot of talks over the last what five days where we're like mm-hmm. yeah like okay there's been so much news and so much interesting stuff that's happened since we kind of stopped making live episodes last right. month right at the beginning of december that's when we kind of called the hiatus and pretty much like the day after we recorded that episode, like something interesting happened with Fortnite and then like other crazy stuff has gone down. And so it's like, okay, are we really going to try and encapsulate four episodes worth of news and interesting stuff and what we've been playing into, into one episode. And then we, we decided, no. Um, so we skipped the news for the, this episode and we decided instead uh, to make it a little bit more broad and a little bit more focused on the retrospective. And so, uh listeners i hope you enjoyed this is going to be our 2018 in review uh games that we played games that we liked games that uh, we didn't like uh and just kind of special experiences that we enjoyed throughout the year of 2018 so i went through everything that i played and i made some categories and i know the other guys kind of made their own categories as well so you're going to kind of get a unique feel and a unique experience of uh, and a unique view of our year from from each of us so I hope you, uh, listeners enjoy to, uh, kind of what we've come up with.
0: I guess, I mean, Ty, you just keep on rolling. What, uh, let's start off with you. Yeah. Crack it in, crack it in,
1: man. Uh, Bring it on. (laughs) So like I mentioned, I made a few, uh, whenever I make these kind of lists, I always make them like super official and like. Very like laid out in blocks. Yeah. So well, we need, uh, we
0: need that. We need someone like yeah, you. Because I'm structural. not. Structural yeah. is the word I was looking for. I don't go <laughs> off the cusp very
1: easily. Uh, and so I wanted to start off with something objective and something that is measurable. And so the games that I played the most this year, and thankfully I didn't have to do a lot of research. I actually got the numbers from the Xbox year in review uh, that came out like a month ago and I was like, oh, here's your most played Xbox games this year. Uh, And it looks like I played a, according to Xbox, I played a total of about 900 hours of Xbox this year, 950 hours of Xbox. Uh, Combined my two top games, I think I played about 700 hours of Destiny and Warframe. So turns out your boy loves playing Space Magic more than just about anything in the world. So (laughs) uh, so for those who know, uh, when I say Destiny, I mean Destiny 2. And when I say Destiny 2... Uh, I actually mostly, almost entirely mean Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion that came out in September uh, because this, this number does not encapsulate the time that I played Destiny when the vanilla version came out in September of last year. When I say last year, I mean 2017. So when, when Destiny 2 came out in September of 2017, I had this like big, big push of, of Destiny 2 and I played a lot of it. I played like 100 hours over the course of a month. Uh, and I just love the heck out of the vanilla experience of that game. So this was before uh, the Curse of Osiris expansion. This was before the Warmane expansion. This was just the vanilla version of that game. But then I hit the same wall that a lot of people hit where Destiny 2 was highly catered towards bringing in people to the experience, bringing in players that may have never played Destiny before, maybe new to the experience, and were looking for just a fun, new, interesting thing to, um, to play from bungie but unfortunately they tipped the scales really hard in favor of new and casual players and didn't give you very much to do for end game so once you hit pretty close to max level once you found most of the gear that you were looking for it turned into a very repetitive and very kind of boring grind fest and uh i lost interest pretty much over the course of a weekend i was playing i'm like yeah yeah eight hours a day this game is great wait a second i'm bored and i put it down and i didn't come back to it uh, and I didn't touch it when Curse of Osiris came out in January because the day it came out, the negative reviews flooded out. And they are like, wait a second. It's only been two hours and I already beat this campaign. What, what just happened? Uh, and so I, I kind of sat on that expansion. I didn't do anything. And so I waited. And then Warmind expansion came out. That was in May. And the reviews were better. So if, 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 if Curse of Osiris was a 4 out of 10, Warmind was a 7 out of 10. Uh, in that it, you know, now there's better content, and they've released uh, the horde mode called Escalation Protocol. They've released uh, exotic catalysts, which are basically uh, not only can you find the exotic legendary weapons, but now you can find their catalyst, which is an extra challenge on top of getting the weapon that allows you to upgrade the already powerful weapon. So uh, if I have the uh, Whisper of the Worm sniper rifle, which is the most powerful sniper in the game, if I obtain the catalyst and I complete the challenge that is required to activate it, I now get a new perk on top of the already powerful weapon to make it even more powerful. And so they they created about uh, 15 or 20 of these catalysts for you to look for. And so that was a really good, interesting end game thing to do. Uh, and so they made a lot of these kind of tweaks with Warmind and that was that was good. And so that's what brought me back in. Uh, I played a little bit of Mind and I played a little bit of Destiny and kind of reintroduced myself to the game over the course of the summer. And I just, I kind of dabbled in it. Uh, I wanted to get pretty caught up because I knew that the, the content that was going to drop in September was going to be significant and I wanted to be ready for it. And so uh, that's what I was pushing for. And then Forsaken hit and Forsaken completely changed the way the game plays. It changed the way that Destiny releases content. It changes the way you level up in the end game. It changes the story. It changes the entire mood of, of that universe. And I have been playing more destiny, more like I've been playing this game more densely than I have played any other game ever. So it's been fantastic. Um, Sidestepping over to Warframe. So Warframe, uh, for those who don't know, is a free to play uh, another kind of space magic game where you uh, go around the solar system and go onto the different planets and, and find blueprints for new weapons and, and warframes that you can uh, have different abilities and use different guns and different melee weapons. And basically, uh, you know, it's a, it's a relatively similar experience to destiny. They are comparable, but there's obviously very large differences between the two. But anyway, I felt comfortable in this universe because I, I recognized kind of the space, but sci-fi, but kind of fantasy look that they had going for them. And I I fell in love right away. And I really loved the way that, Digital Extremes, the developer, monetized Warframe. So it was 100% free for me to jump in and enjoy this game. And if I felt like I wanted a particular cosmetic, I could just buy it. Uh, There were no loot boxes involved. It was just all play the game as much as you want. If you want to buy something, go buy it. And if you don't want to buy it, you can just play the game more and then earn it. Uh, So that was really cool. And so I put a lot of time into Warframe. Uh, I put enough time in to actually become a partner uh, for that game. I, I am currently taking a little break from the game. Uh, just because I really kind of wore myself out on that one. And it, it does get a little grindy after you play it for 200 hours. Uh, the, the content does kind of have a cap for me, but they recently released a, a really big expansion that creates a, a new open world on Venus uh, called Fortuna. And so if you're interested in trying out a new free-to-play awesome triple A level game, Warframe is definitely there for you. So those are my two most played games. Um, games that I didn't like. We're gonna shift over here. A couple of games <laughs> that I didn't like. I know. I know, right? So there were two. There were three experiences that I was kind of bummed about this year. Uh, number one was Fallout 76. Uh, I fell hard for Fallout 76, uh, and when I say fell, I, I I got suckered in really hard. So Fallout did this thing, and I'm sure you remember. If you want to get into the beta, you got to pre-order. That was it. If you want to get into the beta, you got to pre-order. And as a content creator, uh, I told myself, if I want to ride this wave, which I know Fallout will have, if I want to get in on on being someone that viewers associate with fallout seventy six, I need to be in this beta because that's that's where people are gonna start making their associations first. And so i I bought the pre-order and then and then, after I bought the pre-order, they announced, oh, by the way, this uh, this beta, it's not 24 hours a day. It's only taking place for short periods of time throughout the day on per- on certain days. And then they announced, oh, yeah, by the way, these short periods of time, these are three-hour gaps in the middle of the workday. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, cheeky, so cheeky. in the end, I pre-ordered this game for the opportunity to play a whopping two hours of this beta, and I was pissed. Because then, after I played one more stream of this game after it did full release, I was not happy. This was uh, this was an empty world full of, of of empty sadness and lots of bugs, and uh, I was I was very bummed about it. Uh, I was optimistic in the beginning because I thought I could get around not having NPCs to talk to, but I ended up not being able to do that. And the quest structure just felt so empty because the beginning and the end of every quest was either a note on the ground or a pre-recorded voice box. Uh, and it just it felt so frustrating. And I could talk for a long, long time about things that I don't like about Fallout 76, <laughs> but I feel like that would get super boring really quickly. So I'll move on. Uh, but number two was actually Outlast 2. I was not super pumped about Outlast 2. Uh, I don't know Ooh. if you guys have played both the first and the second in that series. Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. So the first one was such a novel experience, right? You're going into this terrifying asylum full of monsters and you've got nothing to defend yourself with. And that was really what made Outlast unique in that you can't fight. All you can do is run and hide. And even sometimes that's not enough. And you were surrounded by actual monsters and your, your well-being and safety and, and, and life were at stake. And then you go into Outlast 2 and they drop you in the middle of forest and you're surrounded by hillbillies and people with like a disease, but it's not like super bad. And then the end of the story for me didn't click at all. And I just, I never felt the sense of dread in Outlast 2 that I needed to feel for it to feel as good as Outlast 1. Uh, One major aspect that was different. I think a lot of people felt this was that Outlast 1 really shined because of how claustrophobic it was. You're stuck inside this building with all these things. And so even if you get away, you haven't escaped because you're still in this building. And Outlast 2, you're in an open field in the middle of the Arizona desert. And if you wanted to just, you know, point your compass north and start walking away, you totally could. You know, Uh, I
0: I never actually thought about that. I knew that I liked 1 better than 2 but i never thought about about like the psychology of being trapped like the like even if you get away you're not away right and that's perfectly mm-hmm. stated and th- right. so there was an uneasiness from the second you jumped into the to that game uh to the to the very very ending and right. every moment right. the of the that moment game the was tense moment
1: the door closed behind you to the moment you walked oh, out.
0: it was so tense right <laughs> so this the, the the second one did not have the, the same um there but, you go. but yeah I, I agree one more i agree
1: one more thumbs down uh and not that it was a, a bad game because i actually think a lot of people really liked it including our own uh so i was not a fan of vermintide 2 uh warhammer vermintide 2 uh this is an rpg that came out on game pass over the summer uh, i knew a lot of people were really big fans of vermintide 1 uh, but again, the game just didn't click with me. It was—it's very melee-based, even though there are weapons and stuff to use. Right. It's still pretty melee-based, and to me, the melee still really feels like Skyrim melee, which is yeah, basically feels like your your arms are made out of wooden sticks, and so you're just chopping over and over again. Uh, I felt like the progression was way too slow, and the the levels, even on the lowest difficulty, were much too difficult. Uh, maybe that maybe that was just a skill gap thing, like oh, you just need to play and get better, but like. I play a lot of games. I feel like I'm pretty good at games and, and I couldn't even, I couldn't even get past the first level with a team on the first four tries. <laughs> I like, that's just, that's on easy. That seemed yeah. ridiculous. And so like, and maybe that's just like a, you know, like, Oh, get good Ty Like, come on. Uh, maybe it's that, but like, I I got, I don't got time to, to mess around trying to slam my face into the table, trying to get through the first level of vermin Tide do. So that was that. Uh, I'm going to do one more of these categories and then we'll come back to more later because I don't want to talk for an hour and then not talk for (laughs) a rest. Uh, Last one I wanted to cover was games that I felt like I missed. And I want you guys to kind of chime in on whether you got to try these, whether you didn't, whether you felt like you would want to try them later or whether uh, what are other some games that you missed as well. So hang with me on this one. All right. So... One game that I missed, and I'm super ashamed about this, and I feel like it's gonna haunt me forever because I don't know if I'm ever truly gonna have time to go back and experience this like I should, is I missed Monster Hunter World.
0: Oh, I played wow. it. My heart. And hurts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I played it, I and uh, I it, w- it wasn't one of my favorite games, uh, but I enjoy you know I enjoyed my time with it you know
1: so to me that that response from you makes sense because you generally don't lean towards the big rpgs
0: right yeah so i think you would have really liked it
1: from me coming from the i play the mmo light rpg loot grinders like like destiny like the division like borderlands like diablo like monster hunter world was made for tyler that's way
0: up your alley i'm surprised and i totally missed the
1: boat on it i feel so bad it's on
2: sale right now. The same. <laughs> Just
1: saying. So Buddha, what are you like? Okay, so you mentioned you played it what, today? Last night?
2: I've uh, i I've i played it a lot. As a matter of fact, uh according to my yearly review, uh, that was my most played game.
1: That was your uh, most played? Time. No way.
2: Yeah. Uh I soaked in uh probably as of now, I've probably got over two hundred something hours or something in it. Oh man. I, I played yeah, it a lot. I, definitely I, I played it. it a lot. I kept finding reasons to uh to come back, to, you know, I'd I'd step off for a while, and then to have an event, um, and then I would jump in for the event, and I would I, I and then like uh, my kids really enjoy it. Uh, my youngest son um, played it really hard for a while, and he laid off of it too. My oldest son hadn't; he kind of was like you were saying, kind of missed the boat on it. Didn't understand why people were so hyped mm-hmm. up about it uh so he decided to give it a try and then all of a sudden it just breathed new life and gave me a reason to to play it again and when it did that, I started remembering like man this is why i like this damn game that's it's like you said it's very uh loot ish uh it's it, it's all about trying to get better stuff that's yep. that's the that's that's the gist of it
1: that's it you're,
2: and uh matter of fact when you're you were streaming destiny 2 tonight and um i was lurking in your i, I was lurking in your stream i was i was setting my stuff up and uh, i remember telling my son i'm like you know destiny 2 is very similar to monster hunter like this is like almost the same thing other than you know giant dinosaurs and just the genre is different but the but you know it's the same system just about and uh yeah man i think you would really love it man i, th- I think you really if you really sat down and uh, started messing around with it I think uh, I think you'd really dig it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I was listening to
1: some other podcasters talk about it and they mentioned that it had something like 50 bosses in it.
0: It's nothing it's but like bosses.
2: It, 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 but, I mean it's it, yeah, it's everything you fight is big ugh, and it's a lot yeah. bigger than you Sounds and great. It, it wants to it, it wants to eat you. I
1: mean so one one category I was going to touch on and I can talk about it now cuz it makes sense was was big what, my my favorite experiences from the week or from the year. And one of my favorite experiences this year was um, the raid that came out as a part of the Destiny expansion. It's called The Last Wish. Mm -hmm. And this is a a very large-scale event that takes six people in order to complete. You can complete it with less, but it's a six-man event. uh, And it requires uh, teamwork, communication, understanding of mechanics, and a lot of damage output, uh, and cool-headedness, and this kind of experience is really what I consider a pinnacle event for, for that kind of game, right? You're all working together to complete a task that is impossible for you to complete on your own. And in return, you get the best stuff that the game has to offer you uh, back. And they include the coolest looking guns that do the most damage and some of the best looking armor with the best stats. And uh, when I hear you talk about monster hunter and you talk about these large scale bosses, every one of those reminds me of a raid encounter, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so here's this boss, here's this guy I can't beat by myself. And if I just try and run at him and shoulder charge into his face, I'm going to lose. And so I have to look at him. I have to look at what's around me. And I have to understand that there is a way to do this. There's a right way. And there's a lot of wrong ways. And so I have mm-hmm. to figure out what the right way to do this is. And once I right. and my teammates understand that, we can work together to follow these particular steps to have a real advantage and, and maybe beat this boss that none of us, the, the, the sum of our efforts is going to be significantly stronger than, than the whole or all of us together, right? Or all, all right. of us apart. So that, that's something that I, I feel bad that I missed in Monster Hunter World.
2: Yeah, because it, it, what, what's cool about Monster Hunter is like, uh, so say you're, you're, your main objective is to go against, uh, you know, to find this, this one giant monster, right? So as you're in the wild, because you're in, a, you're in their environment as you hunt them down, and what happens is, is there's usually more than one giant monster on your map that's running around, and the cool thing is, is the monsters, the bosses, interact with each other And a lot of times they don't like each other and they have what they call a turf war and they actually duke it out. And you can sit back at a distance and be like, look at those guys go at it. And they have full on animation of them, um, picking each other up, slamming each other, jumping on their backs, biting each other's necks. I mean, it's like a full on fight and it's so cool. Like to sit back and be like, wow. I gotta kill one of those things. Like, yeah, I gotta right. Go in there, and sometimes you're just like, you know what? I I feel like a badass today, and I'm gonna go out there and interrupt the little turf war. And I'm taking them both out. And uh, you know, you jump in the mix and you try to do the best you can. And, and it's uh, it, it's there's a reason why that uh, Campcom did so well with that game, and that's why it's been their number one seller. Uh, they did a really good job of paying attention to detail. I never played any of the Monster Hunters prior to this. I never, it was mostly a handheld game and I didn't, uh, I had heard of it, but uh, you know, it was like, eh, you know, not my, not my thing. I like playing on my consoles and stuff like that. And so when it came over, uh, you know, I saw the previews to it and I saw the giant dinosaur and I thought, man, I got, I gotta have this. I gotta, I gotta be in this. And that's probably, it's probably the only game that I, um, other than like, say like Diablo three, where I'm, I play a loot style game where it's basically you're just going around killing things, getting what's best, putting it on your body, run out there, kill some more things because there's always better things to get. always and you just keep you know and you just keep on going. You know, you just keep on going. So yeah, I, I think just the reason why Manny didn't like it.
0: I'm Go ahead. Right why now. didn't I like it?
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for one. Okay. Okay. There's a couple reasons. Okay. For for one, it is it is um no mystery that Manny is not a fan of these RPG-type games, right? We've experienced it with Diablo. Uh, we've seen it with Monster Hunter. Dude, one day he's going to get there. One day. One day. <laughs> one day. One day. One day
0: get this game. Like, it'll be
2: one of these things. He'll play a game, and he'll be like, oh, my gosh, I really enjoy this game. And everyone's going to go, Manny, it's an RPG.
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, amazed. I've played RPGs, you know, before. I uh, Listen, What was the last RPG account? I played, RPGs. I think, was... Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect One, right? Is that an RPG? Oh,
1: Mass Effect One! Oh, so far, so
0: far. <laughs> that was a good one, well, right?
2: The reason, the reason why I, I feel like Manny, um, Manny has a tendency to jump into games and put things, very, make things very difficult for himself. Uh, if you notice, right? That, yeah, dude, how put notice notice on ultra difficulty so, and go as
1: slow as possible?
2: Yes, yes. And he he does this, and I I don't think he even means to. I think he just he just does it. So he gets into Monster Hunter. He picks the most difficult weapon to use uh, of all the weapons, um, and it's it's basically a giant. Uh, it's a giant uh, bagpipe. It, 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 you, you, you use this. What was bagpipe. It's a, a Bagpipe. It's, it's a bagpipe. Bagpipe. Yeah. It, they call it like a musical horn, and it's this giant horn thing that you actually play music with as you're fighting. But the key to it is, is Oh, that you're not you joking. Have, no, no, you have to play <laughs> notes. Okay. There's notes oh. that you play to buff your players, your teammates. Okay.
1: In Monster Hunter.
2: In Monster yeah. Hunter. And it's yeah. not
1: easy. So you easy. play like an uplifting music that rallies them to victory. Right.
2: Yes. You you play jams uh to basically boost your team up. Um, And it's not an easy weapon because you have to know the notes. You have to pay attention to what's going That's on. Funny, there's dude. a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to deal with. Usually the only the people that rock that damn thing are the most advanced players that have been playing this a while. And they basically got into it because they were bored. Manny jumped right in there. He said, nope, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the heart. And, and everyone was just like, Manny, don't know. You shouldn't. And he's like, no, no, no. I got this i'm gonna rock this weapon and then he decides then he decides okay let me let me let me share a little story here then manny decides that uh he wants to make the most scantily clad character that you could possibly make well i mean i
1: get i get that
2: the less on him so all you see is this half naked dude running across the woods getting chased by monsters with this giant musical horn on his ass And this is, and this is what you got for, this is what you play with. Like he's on your team. Like, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, like we're on the stream. And i was just like, Oh Lord, man, please. what are you doing? What are you doing to me, man? And, uh, but you know, and I, 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 that was probably, he probably would have been better suited to play something that was more, um, uh, more, more satisfying as far as like, you know, hitting something, chopping off a tail, of a creature is very satisfying breaking off the their their horns to their face it's pretty cool when you're fighting oh wow, that is friends. cool yeah I remember breaking off tails
1: in uh, in dark souls you can do that yeah, that's super yeah. awesome
2: and you're just you're you're breaking pieces off so you feel like yeah i'm getting somewhere i broke its horn and you know all this stuff and, and there's there's and then and that's the beauty of the game is there, there's a plethora of of weapons for all different play styles depending on what you like i rock a bow um You know, there's a thing called an insect glaive that allows you to be like aerial. You can mount the monster and like start stabbing it in the back as you're, as it's trying to to shake you off and all this stuff. It's, it's, it's a really any game. But I, I feel like that's a lot of the, the, it didn't help Manny's cause whatsoever until like, right,
1: right. And see, so like it's such a big, huge, open and interesting game. But we've got a bunch of other, Games that are, that kind of fall into that category for me over the course mm. of the next two months, especially. Mm. So it's like, at what point will it be like, okay, now I have time to sink my teeth into this two hundred hour game, right? Uh, and I, really I, I go think it, it. It,
0: it might. The sale has has been set. I See? think on that one.
1: Yeah, but I mean, okay, so maybe I'll pick it up, but
2: like, it's gonna
0: come back around again.
1: I okay, so I think I think the best time for me to do it. I think you may have seen the trailer uh for the big expansion that's coming out next year mm-hmm. i think that's going to ah. be the the destiny forsaken of of monster hunter because they're opening up like an entire new area like a big ice land or whatever yeah oh cool uh, well, yeah
2: yeah and you know like what else is interesting about it is they've incorporated other Campcom characters in it dude um, geralt uh yeah geralt Geralt of Rivia. Um, he's making an appearance. Uh, if you're a fan of final fantasy of uh, the behemoth, which is a big creature in the, the final fantasy games is one of the creatures that you fight and he's very tough. Nice. Um, and he's humongous, man. He's so big. And then, um, You've got uh, for those that are on PlayStation, they had a an exclusive to where you could uh, make your guy look like Ryu from Street Fighter. Oh, sick! And uh, and I think uh, a couple events ago, you were able to uh, make your guy uh, look like uh, the Devil May Cry with the with the two guns. And oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so they're constantly doing things. To uh, I mean, my Palico, my little cat, looks like Mega Man. I got oh, him cool. dressed up. Yeah. He, dressed, he, he they got him pixelated and everything. He looks like a little Mega Man running around. Uh, little things like that, like, mm-hmm. you know, that have keeping that game fresh and fun.
1: Okay. Uh, the next one on my list, and Buddha, I can't remember if you played this one. Manny, I know you didn't, um, was uh, the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, yeah. That one slipped through my nets. And that one was not because, like, oh, I'm not ready to put the time into this. This was uh, that I have no freaking time to not play Destiny. To play this right now. (laughs) Uh and I I didn't really worry about it because uh the last Assassin's Creed that I enjoyed was um Black Flag. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I hated I I I tried Unity for like two hours and I hated it. Uh I tried the one that took place in England and I did not like it. Mm -hmm. And I saw the one in Origins, I saw the one in in Egypt. Mm -hmm and i was yep. like Nah, you know i get it but this isn't this isn't quite what i'm looking for yet so i actually mm-hmm. skipped last year and so mm-hmm. i figured this would just be more of that and so i wasn't really ready to jump in day 1 for odyssey and they kind of waited for it mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it started getting like 9.5 out of 10 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. 4 out of 5 and it showed up on a mm-hmm. bunch of people's top 10 game of the year lists and it's just right. like well
0: yeah I
1: actually did jump on that one for uh, for I think it was the Black Friday sale or the Christmas sale. I picked it up for like half yeah. price. So.
0: I skipped the entire franchise. I've never played. <laughs> you never an played Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed? Game. So Manny. I, I would say every other month. I would give away say Manny that the
1: original Assassin's Creed was for me, and this is not like a, an overarching statement about gaming in general, but for me, Assassin's Creed was the godfather of my open world gaming career. Like, that mm. was where it started for me, and that's what right. made me fall in love with being on a big, huge map. Like, I am I am in Constantinople right now. This is insane, and I can mm. climb whatever I want, and I can go wherever I want, and there's thousands of people here, and, oh, now I can climb up there and get that collectible, and I remember very specifically where I was when I first played it. I was at my stepmom's family friend's house in Indiana, and they had a PlayStation. I... I don't know why I liked playing PlayStation, but I did because they had <laughs> Assassin's Creed, which I heard was cool. <laughs> and I spent the entire week-long vacation in these people's basement playing Assassin's Creed, and it was the best vacation because I got to just nice. totally binge this game when I was twelve years old, and it was fantastic. See,
0: I remember when the moment I decided to skip uh, the franchise. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I had. Uh, I, it was the first game came out right and it was everybody was making a big deal of it my cousin came over uh with the game and i was wa- i was watching it and i was like yeah well, this game is pretty freaking sweet and i was it really is awesome and then i go i leave for something then i come back and they're no longer in uh like the hi- hi- the whatever historical in history uh, city they're in right mm-hmm. they're they're in some dream machine and it's and then it's all modern right. and i was like wait what the hell is this I was like, oh, well, this is this is this is the same game, you know.
1: It's the Animus. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I was like, bro, this is corny. I don't want to be in a dream machine. <laughs> I want to be, you know, I want to p- play through the guy. I thought it was so lame that they went back and forth. You didn't to like the stream. Matrix
1: aspect no, of it. I, I did that. not. Was, I was yeah. like, oh, this I, I is mean, this I mean, that's is like right cool when too. I that's like right around when I had seen the Matrix, and so I was just frigging six to midnight about that nonsense. <laughs> right. But like the idea, like the concept of like uh genetic memory was just like oh oh, that's so cool like i like i had the exact opposite reaction to that as you like oh no way it's in modern times (laughs) going back you're experiencing it but it's this could happen now Uh, yeah yeah. the
0: genetic memory didn't make any sense to me i thought i thought that was corny and i was like total
1: nonsense but like
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's when I decided I to to drop it. I did, however, and I know the mechanics are are similar in some respects. I really really enjoyed uh the Batman uh, um uh series, you know, mm-hmm. like those those games and I know they're very similar. Oh, the Arkham series? The Arkham okay. series, right. You know, but fish show. fish show. So yeah, I, I I slept on on, on that whole franchise. Uh what was that Buddha?
2: I said I always kind of like that franchise. You know, I didn't. Uh, I played one. I think I played two, and then I laid off for a little bit. I barely, barely messed around with Black Flag, and I just didn't have oh, time. Black
1: Flag was a winner,
2: but I didn't. I just didn't have the time, you know. So when Assassin's Creed's Origins came out, at first I was like, "Well, all oh, crap. I got to play all these other ones so I, I got right. up to date." But then it was like, "Well, wait a minute. Origins is supposed to be like..." Happened before all this, so I'm like, Well, wait a minute, I can play this one. It happened before these other ones, so okay. I jumped in it and I started playing it. And I actually really enjoyed Origins, I thought Origins was a very good game. Um, it just was very big, and mm-hmm. uh, Ubisoft has done this with their other games like uh, uh Ghost Recon Wildlands, or is just like there is a ton of stuff to
0: go do? Yeah, huge. Yep.
2: Uh, and it just you know, with my appetite for games. Uh, that's been my problem this past year is I get a game. It's too big for my britches. I play the hell out of it and then something new comes along and then I drop it and I go and yeah. play something else.
0: And then it's gone. And then I have
2: to, yeah. And then it's on that glorious, glorious backlog of mine.
0: Bro, but, uh, my backlog is going to be attacked. Uh, this is the year. Twenty nineteen is, is the year with the backlog. It, the straight famous up.
1: Famous last words, uh huh?
0: No, man. Uh, I am serious because I'm too broke to buy a new game, So, <laughs> so
2: is the go, backlog.
0: You yeah. <laughs> so, Dude, so I, uh,
2: you know, I, I, um, I got to be part of the uh, the 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 Google Chrome um, broadcast. Did you of, get to try that? Uh, yes, yes, I was a part that was of that. Sick. So, So, and the game that they gave me was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Sure, yeah. So, I was like, oh, sweet, you know. And uh, I got to playing it, and uh, I really loved it. I liked it a lot. But, you know me, the problem with the games that I'm not playing via Xbox, I'm not getting any achievements. And I was like, man, this (laughs) would be so much cooler if I was getting achievements for this stuff. And so, that kind (laughs) of, like, stalled me out, and I just stopped playing it. But what I did play of it, I really enjoyed so I was like, well, you know what? I'll go beat Origins and I'll finish that out. Go back and play all the 20 other Assassin's Creed games that I have in my backlog because Xbox just keeps giving you a free one every other month or so. It seems like it's an Assassin's Creed game that they give you all the chronicles. the whole catalog and all stuff. is on Xbox Live now. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, I got plenty of this Assassin's Creed stuff to chew through, um, It's been going on sale here on a regular basis now, Odyssey. We've seen it on sale Mm -hmm, a bunch of times. mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? It'll be there. It'll be ready for me whenever. Yeah, if
1: you're listening to this, don't pay more than 30 bucks for Assassin's Creed because it's coming. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's going to come back on sale. It's just going to be a regular thing. And it's too good of a game uh, not to spend the 30 bucks for it, honestly. I mean, from what I've played of it so far, and obviously what we've seen, um, how others that have actually gone farther in the game have played it, um, you're snoozing and losing if you didn't play. Pay, you know, thirty bucks for it, and who knows? It might even well, drop we're to, the, we're
1: to the point where I'm almost at, uh, at liberty to say like, Ubisoft kind of deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've come, they've come so far. I agree. Assassin's Creed Two, and oh yeah, and the crap that Unity was, and I mean, we've had this conversation in this podcast a couple times before that more than almost any other developer in the past two years, Ubisoft has not given up on their games For uh, sure. better, better than any other developer. Now, almost all of the releases have been pretty rough, Assassin's yeah. Creed uh, Odyssey being an exception to that. Uh, but, you know, with uh, For Honor, with Siege, with The Division, every one of these titles, they've been like, all right, cool. The, the, the launch sucked. Right. Now what do we do? And they oh, make all the right moves okay. over the course of the next, you know, months and even year and now all those games are the best they've ever been
0: um origins i think was probably their best release of the year as far as like rockiness is concerned you know i'm saying like it was it was much smoother than for honor for honor and uh, you know was uh was a really crazy rough one you know and and well this wasn't this past year but siege which was dead on delivery you know so they've had like a lot of really rocky launches but they have definitely like you said supported i think they have a template now they know they know oh, how yeah, to right? bring a game back
1: that's why i'm super nervous about the division two coming <laughs> out in february because you know i'm gonna play it day one but i just it's gonna be rough i'm so scared
2: yeah. and like after good, after but... the roughness ends you, then you'll be golden they never be like, oh, my I mean, God, I slept on this game. I, like, know, yeah, like this I know, Tyler,
1: I know he's going to get the game and he's going to play <laughs> it and he's going to play it for a while. And if it sucks, mm-hmm. OK, great. And then I'll come back to it later. But I'm, I'm not going to not be there
0: on the yeah. first day.
1: I'm yeah. not going yeah. to it's it's not. It's just not how it works. <laughs>
0: well, so, I think anyway. I hope when Division two comes out I, uh, that they've learned and they take the lessons that they've learned from division 1 and and put it to division 2. If they don't so, learn I mean, these lessons, it'll be yeah. heartbreaking to see.
1: So, uh, unsurprisingly, Massive Entertainment, which is the name of the developer for the division, has very clearly and publicly said, "We know that the division came out in a state that did not live up to your expectations. We have worked very hard to get the division to that point." We feel like it's there now. Thank you for sticking with us. We will not make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So they they have they have very clearly laid that out and set that expectation for Division Two. Now I don't know a single developer developer in the history history of the world that would not say that of course, for their right. for their follow up to a frustrating game. You know, Bungie said that for the uh, for uh, for Destiny One, mm-hmm. uh, and when they were making Destiny Two and the exact opposite happened uh they did not learn from what they did with taken king they took out a vast number of quality of life improvements that they had introduced as a part of that new content that was brought out post release for uh destiny 1 it's and so it hard to understand
0: them, how this happens how, you know i don't understand it
1: no i have no idea well i mean i know how it happened it's just you know why did they let it it, it destiny is a scale we need we need to make this game welcoming enough so that Manny feels good playing this game. We need to make <laughs> this game last long enough so that after Manny leaves, Tyler is still having fun. But yeah. those are two very different games that need to be squished into the same thing. So how do you make it accessible enough for Manny, who maybe doesn't like hardcore endgame RPGs, but may like it as a first person shooter with a pretty good campaign and some interesting guns. So how do you make it good for him, but then also make it interesting 200 hours later for Tyler. And so when they were creating destiny 2, I am 100% sure that Activision said you need to make more money with this one than you did with destiny one. So they said, cool, we need to make it so that many, many, many new people come into this environment that weren't here before. So we need to make it as welcoming as possible to new players. And so they tipped the scale all the way over to the other side and made it a, a very casual experience. Which is why I still think that if you were to play Destiny 1 and just play it and just play the campaign and try some out, you'd probably like it. I played uh, cause, Destiny cause it's, 1. It's very welcoming. It's only after you get to the content that has come out in the last couple months that you would you would run away. Because it is, it is not your game anymore
0: are you but talking opening, uh, are you talking about like the campaign of destiny 2 or
1: no i'm talking about after you beat the campaign what happens post campaign and you okay. start the the gear grind and you start just doing the weekly activities and right. you start uh you know, that kind of stuff that doesn't yeah, strike yeah, me yeah. as manny-esque
0: no uh, Yeah.
1: but they wanted to make the the leveling experience uh with with uh with this one it's twenty levels so I always call it the one to twenty experience or with with division it's the th- the level cap is thirty so I call it the one to thirty experience that's the experience they tried to really lean into and so they went too far and that's those are the changes that they've had to make and that's really the essence of this forsaken content for destiny and it was uh, been the essence of uh, all the content that's released on uh, the division over the last year uh, and. So that's why Destiny Two came out in such a poor state because they just went way, way too far. So, thankfully, it looks like Odyssey is doing both. They came out with a with a you know a wonderful campaign, a wonderful story worth your money. And then now, after you've completed it, uh, if you want to keep playing, they are now introducing content that has endgame, uh and and level grind aspects to it so if people want to play it that way they can and if you feel like you've gotten your your stick out of it then cool you're done you don't need to anymore so i'll 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 get to odyssey at some point and at least enjoy it for the base game that it is i probably won't treat it like i treat destiny and and do all the end game stuff but i at least want to experience the story and see what it's all about Yeah. so what 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 did you guys feel like you missed this year like, what was the game that you saw and you saw the trailers for and you were hyped for, but maybe you were stuck. Like, Buddha, maybe you were just playing way too much Forza Horizon. Or Manny, maybe it was just like, I'm playing Siege right now. Or maybe uh, maybe I'm just doing my backlog thing. Like, what did you guys feel like you missed? Gosh.
0: Um, I play so many darn games. Well, I, I, the one game is Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, is a game that I really, really wanted to play, you know. But I just it's too big first and foremost right is is and it's uh i haven't really beaten the first game right red dead redemption one and to me i have a psychological block like if there's a sequel i have to play the first one i you know and i i refuse to buy the uh you know whatever the sequel is or whatever it is until i've beaten because i have i have to I have my backlog is too serious. I, I need to beat games before I before I introduce new ones, you know what I'm saying? And so of course. And Red Dead Redemption 2. So,
2: so that's so the problem B game. Because I too haven't finished the first one. So I've only played Red Dead Redemption 2 the online. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've not messed with the single player campaign. You haven't touched the
1: single player at all? Not
2: at all. Not one. I went Dude. To that. I've done nothing Dude. but the online, and I'm having a lot of fun just doing the online. Like you know, some days I feel like eh, I'm gonna be a bad guy, and I'm just gonna make everybody hate me on this on this server on this map. A jerk. And then other times I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be the good guy, and I'm gonna make sure other players are safe and sound in town. You know, so I just stand at the ready, and you know, I just wait for somebody to pop off, and then I get involved. Other times, you know, I'm just like, ah, I'm I'm, I'm I just I love to hunt. Uh, uh, for some reason, I—I I didn't realize this about myself. But uh, in that game, the hunting and in, in, is—I'm like shooting fish in a river with a crossbow. And I feel like you know, my Filipino ancestors are like, "Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, you're doing this.
2: you're doing this right, my child." And I, you know, and I, I have a lot of fun. Like I, I don't know. And it's like my character looks like trash. I look horrible because I goofed up my. Uh, my cosmetics when I made my when I made my guy in the first place, um, and you can't go back. There's no, oh, you know, let's fix your face. Nope, there's none of those options. <laughs> there's no fix your face options. You can change your hair to cover things up, which I've had to do, um, hats to cover up things and whatnot, just to kind of like my make my guy look at least some kind of presentable. But yeah, I have not touched the uh, single player campaign. I was just talking to X1 Bros about it. And uh, he's like, Oh my gosh, you haven't. I'm like, yep. Nope. Have not have not. So can't
1: believe it, dude. So is it, I mean, is that when you feel like you've missed or uh... I,
2: I don't feel like I've missed it because like, you know, um, I, 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 though I have missed like the single player campaign portion of it, obviously, but, uh, I have gotten a gist of the game itself playing the online. I was just going to recommend it to Manny. I'm like, yo, if you do get a chance to score the game, um you can always play the online like i've been doing and you're not going to hurt yourself story wise and you're still going to have fun being a cowboy and doing all the things that cowboys do um and not not feel bad like oh my gosh because i i do the same thing too like i it's really hard for me to play a game when i know there was a one before it that i didn't get to finish um just like a uh, mass effect uh, andromeda I, I stopped because i was like man i need to go back and finish the first one and the third one because I only did the second. One. Oh, <laughs> so, shame on you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I had went back and I had I'd started, you know, I chew on a little at a time. I don't, you know, I don't I don't do too much on it. But, I, you know, I'm like, oh, man, let me let me get this Mass Effect game and, and play it because I have them all because I have EA access. So they're all in the vault. So, you know, I'll play it. And, uh, you know, by the time I, I'm ready for Andromeda, you know, it'll be great. I do the same thing, man. He does. It's really hard. It's like, it's weird, but it's, it's tough sometimes. And you're just like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Especially yeah, when no. people come in your stream and they're like, yeah, man, you remember when this, and you're like, oh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't remember right. that. <laughs> well, I, like...
0: you have the intention. You have every intention yeah, of was... doing it. It's on that backlog, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's there. It's there. <laughs> waiting for me, you know? Right. Um, you know, but I don't really feel like I myself, I don't really feel like I missed anything. I play so many games. Like I, I felt like I did a good job of um, covering things. Now, now the the only thing that I feel bad is that I wasn't there when you know, like on on other platforms, like on the PlayStation. So I, I did that this this last year I, or this year. I, I even though it was late in the season, I kind of did what you did, Ty. Got myself a place uh, PS4 so that way I can actually check out some of these titles like Spider Man and God of War, those kind of things I missed out on. Uh, but like on the Switch, I got uh, you know Smash Bros, and I'm I'm having a blast playing that. Uh, so you know I I don't feel like I really missed anything um, on Xbox that I'm like yeah.
1: Well, like, uh, Buddha, why don't you uh, tell the group how many games you played this year?
0: I,
2: <sighs> I, 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 I love... Buddha
1: didn't miss a goddamn thing <laughs> this year. <laughs>
2: But I, had, I well, okay, all right. It was like six hundred something. I don't know. Ah! It was like six hundred <laughs> games that I played. But I, I, I but but That's I, a uh, lot. Yeah. I trimmed it down. Like I trimmed my list down because we were talking. And I was like, man, I got to trim this list down. I can't. So I just, I just, I just trimmed it down to the games that, uh, that that came out.
1: Dude, That's we could have Buddha just start listing the games he played, and the podcast would be full.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I can't help myself. I got a problem. Okay. That's I play games, right. guys, and I like it a lot. I like it's games the, the achievement. I, mean, I love it, dude. Yeah, you're, you're not going <laughs> to you know.
1: hear a single word of judgment from me. It's just that you know. number is incredible, and I know so you're achievement just...
2: hunting on all those too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some of those games, you know, and, and I granted, now you know, being a being an Xbox Live guy, you know, you get like what is it, three games a month or whatever, three four games a month because mm-hmm. you get the 360 titles and the Xbox.
0: And these uh, games, one, but... there's a lot of heaters. They've they have given a lot yeah. of heaters. Yeah, for g- so, like Game Pass and games with gold. Oh, yeah. dude! Xbox. And, yeah, stacks up on you. We yeah.
2: always gush about those. So sometimes it's, it's kind of like, oh, try out this game, and then you know, uh, and, and then I'll be like, oh, was this cool? Okay, cool. You know, uh, I'll come back to it because I'm I'm playing this other game, but it's there. It's on my you know like right now, on my on my game hard drive. As far as uh, Xbox, I think I'm like 546 games that I have on my really? Really? on my hard drives right you now. You just have
1: a hell of a uh, hard drive. Uh
2: I've got a, a a 1 terabyte internal and a 4 terabyte external I think.
1: Ah, the 4, that's a big one. Yeah. So yeah.
2: yeah. So you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm popping. I got to <laughs> I
0: know I know uh, my number one game is not gonna be a surprise but i think the amount of hours that i put into this game might be a surprise oh
2: my god, oh my god.
0: so H- hit us hit us what do you think my, f- my number one game is my number <laughs> one played game, number one played yeah. game. 2018 <laughs> i know this is not a surprise can't be what
2: you well there's two there's there's two there's one i'm not 100 sure on but the first one it's got to be siege it's got to be uh,
0: it's definitely siege definitely okay, siege okay okay so my how many hours above out. or below you know what what do you think is is the hour is the hour mark for this year um, for this year
1: oh, and remember year. the uh, the hours presented as a part of the Xbox thing only encompass january to october so okay
0: from january to october
1: yeah I'm going to say, because your level is just unreal. Um, Is it over five?
0: It is over five.
1: 500? Yes.
0: Yeah. It is over 500.
1: Is it over seven?
0: It is under 700. Okay. okay.
1: (laughs) I was going to say seven days. But dang, dude, that's a lot of freaking siege.
0: Yeah. 620 hours. Jesus! Woo. of Siege only. Actually, when I see this year review, I'm like, yo, I'm playing less. <laughs> I'm playing less. 620 hours of Siege. My number two you game. Up? Okay. I, well, take one wild uh, guess. This was a surprise to me, even though it shouldn't uh,
1: be. Most played?
0: Most played. Uh, yeah, was I, I it, was, was it that
1: one it. Uh, that indie game you played where you could go upside down and stuff?
0: Uh no, that I was not that maybe
2: one. Minecraft. But now that I'm thinking about it, could Friday the Thirteenth made it up in there?
0: It, it it did not. It did not. But oh, it, okay. you know, it, it should have. You know what it was? Freaking Fortnite, bro! Oh my gosh!
1: Are you serious?
0: Serious Fortnite. Fortnite? Look at you!
1: Fortnite uh, made it into my top. I think it was number six.
0: 184 right. hours of Fortnite.
1: 184. Whoa. Whoa! Wow, that's a lot of Fortnite. I, well,
0: bro. there was one month, one not one, whatever it was, one one season, however long that is, where I was grinding Fortnite.
2: Oh, I remember you talking about that. I
0: was grinding Fortnite, and then I I got every single uh, star or whatever it was, and then at the very end. Uh, it I, I did not have enough to get to max out right and it was that moment where I put down fortnite forever <laughs> you know because I, I I knew I was like yo'm I'm, I'm playing this game a lot right uh and if at the very end of it they says you did not play this game enough then I'm done with fortnite and and i I put it down I played maybe one more time afterwards and i I never looked back. 184 hours of Fortnite. Mm. crazy. Lot, man. Good
1: for you. I'm proud. Yeah. But um uh, yeah.
0: the rest of them are, are pretty good. We Happy Few uh was on the, was on that list. Yeah. I definitely a, that was a great game. <clears throat> and, so did you ever uh, end up finishing game? it? I did not end up finishing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will
1: interesting because you know
0: Uh, it was on your hardest difficulty and uh, yeah right
1: if only it was a little bit quicker (laughs) to play
0: well no i stopped i i put it down uh because i was playing one stream for about four hours and then the game froze and i lost all of it and i put it down and i said okay uh i'm gonna come back to this i have to be mentally prepared to come back and i put it down for like a month or so and now i'm back i'm ready to go back and, and beat this game, you know. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands played uh, was on that list, and Overwatch was on the list Ooh. as well. Whoa.
1: Whoa. I mean, Wild Lambs, Wildlands was always one of those ones where whenever I played Siege, whenever I played The Division, whenever I touched Tom Clancy, always, 100% of the time, oh, well, have you checked out Wildlands? no you check you, you try wildness? yeah and it was always one where it's like I, okay i'm gonna get this one when it gets on sale when it goes on sale i'm gonna get it i'm gonna grab it and every time it went on sale and it was a couple times where it was like 20 bucks or something like that mm-hmm. i was i was ready to click buy and then it was just like well who am i gonna play with this play this with uh no one's really playing it right now. I look, I look at the mixer log. Is anyone watching it right now? No, no one's really watching it right now. And it's just never, there was never a time where I'm just like, yes, yes, I need to buy this because I have time to play this right now. And so I just never quite pulled the trigger. I would say that Wildlands lands would pretty, be pretty close to landing on the missed opportunities list, even though it was a 2017 title, but
2: yeah, that's another yeah. good one. Me and Manny played that quite a bit. Um, yeah, that'd have been cool. I kind of, I kind of stopped playing Wildlands after the Predator debacle. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? Well, was I mean, that it, was that a twenty eighteen thing? Not, predator, or was that a that well, was this year, wasn't well, it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it was this year?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess it was this year. But I, I well, it, I really loved the Predator mission that was, oh, in it was
0: wonderful. It was yeah,
2: such. It's so cool. So, so cool. The problem was, is the Predator was very tough to beat. He was not easy. He, uh, I mean, I spent hours upon hours hunting the Predator. Uh, And then I got to the point to where, like, I was successful. I, I was pretty successful at killing the Predator. So then other people would be playing it on their stream, doing the Predator mission. And I felt it was my civic duty to jump in and try to help them play the Predator. So I did a lot of Predator missions and after a while I was just like, you know, I'm just done. Like I don't want to even look at a Predator movie <laughs> a poster. like i didn't want any more of the predator so i just kind of i and i that was i mean every once in a while i'll jump on coast recon because the cool thing about that is you can play it by yourself and have a lot of fun with it because it just automatically gives you an ai squad to run with um and people can join you if they if you know they see you but uh but yeah like after the predator thing i was just like that's it that's enough enough of this i'm not playing ghost recon for a while I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let it sit in my backlog and let it let it let it bake a little bit um but I, this year though i'm 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 gonna finish that game off i'm gonna go ahead because i'm pretty close to 100 percenting all the achievements in it so oh I'm damn really and, Jeez. yeah 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 yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and all i got really the achievements that i have left to do are mostly uh the the campaign like just a regular story campaign the ones that i'm gonna get just by finishing it so I just gotta finish it. So, but it's a great game. It's a fun little game. We had fun. It with It was definitely fun. Yeah, and uh,
0: the the, I love the predator. I I almost beat him uh, by myself. Actually, I came so close. Nice. nice. But that was from an ungodly amount of hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. as a matter of fact, probably most of my hours playing this game was on that predator mission. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i believe it i believe it because that was a that was a pain like i didn't even do the sam fisher stuff um i think i forgot what else they added they added something else too recently but um uh, yeah i just I was like, no they see no, that's no, a cool no thing
0: that 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 they've done with the ghost recon tie like they have a lot of different uh missions like the uh, from the ubisoft the universe you know like the predator was f- from left field but it totally fit and it was really really fun but they also had the uh the sam fisher uh for sure yeah uh, uh, one they also had one with siege yeah heard, uh, which uh, was it was a really cav cool. showed up yeah caviera who um you know has some family up in uh in 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 brazil and was uh, wrecking shop, you know. And we had to go in. Who who came in? I think it was Twitch. Uh, that that uh, you had to drive Twitch around. I believe it was to, uh, and she was there know. to I help didn't... to try and help corral <laughs> uh, Caviera, which I thought was really pretty cool. cool. It, it was it was pretty yeah. cool, you know. The Predator one is was amazing though. Uh, that one yeah. was 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 pretty good. The Sam Fisher one I liked a lot. That was. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Well, that was a solo stealth mission I had a lot of fun with. But yeah, yeah Ghost boy. Recon, good game. All right.
1: all right. Here's another question for you guys. Yeah, go what, ahead. What was your biggest surprise game of 2018? Like, what game caught you off guard as being like, oh, I didn't th- expect this one to rock my socks, and it totally did. What you got, Manny?
0: I got oh, jeez. Off the top of my head. Um that i didn't expect to uh to like i don't think yeah. i have one that i can say i didn't that i didn't expect because i you know I, I play a lot of the the same games you know what i'm saying so I, I play a bunch of of siege like 600 plus hours okay. right so for me to to well, move yeah. on it's something i know i'm gonna really like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and when i think one of my my uh favorite games that that i played was it uh, uh what, what oh my god cuphead was cuphead uh 2018
1: i believe
0: i want i want to say that it was
1: man it feels like it
0: it feels like it it, it sure as hell yeah, feels cool. like it and um i really
1: nope, September 17
0: yep <laughs> good god <laughs> see so geez get with the times manny i know i know oh man uh so cuphead i played the hell out of what 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 i mean what games came out in 2018 i don't even know
2: i sent you the list i
1: tell
0: I'm you look, what i'm, I'll look, tell I'm tell looking you at what, this what list but this list is huge you know what i've been playing <laughs> what oh man i can't even say because that came out in 2019 right <laughs> i've just been playing uh what is it Oh no no. no. Celeste. Celeste. Oh, Celeste. Yeah. There. oh Celeste. There. Yeah, that came Celeste. out Celeste of last year. January of uh freaking uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> playing the hell out of that. I'm freaking yeah. loving it.
1: Yeah. Dude, I hear that game is pretty good.
0: It's pretty damn good. Hell yeah. I am I'm really enjoying it. You uh, I'm just I'm just playing it now. Um uh, getting into it. I yeah, see, I really do I don't, really know, if do it, like I
1: don't it. know if that counts as your two thousand eighteen surprise of the year seeing you playing it. <laughs>
0: right Right. it's more of my see i'm a year behind yeah Yeah, that's i'm literally one year behind on games
1: that's okay that's okay
2: what about (laughs) you Buddha?
0: uh
2: well what i was gonna say is a way out was uh
1: a way out that's a really good answer
2: that's a great answer uh, definitely you know I, i i thought it was gonna be cool but it totally blew my mind as to what it ended up being like i totally like was like holy cow yeah yeah. this game is really good and the you know uh, the way the story played out and everything like that. Uh, I just thought it was really well done. Like I was just, I, I remember finishing the game and I was just pleased. Like I was like, man, that was really cool. Like, you know, like I wish I could play more of this. Like I, I, I didn't have enough. Like I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Um, I had a great time playing it. Um, I loved the whole, the co-op aspect of it. Um, I loved the fact that you could share the game with somebody that didn't have that didn't buy it um there was just so many cool things about it and you know the the guy that developed it i mean you know he's he, he's a crazy dude and you know and uh i saw him at the you know the game award yeah, he's the one year. that
1: messed up the game awards last year i, ne- I had never yeah. made that connection
2: yeah and uh it was like yo like you know this guy's a maniac what is this game and uh i was thoroughly pleased with the way out like um I really enjoyed that one. That I'm gonna, probably, you know what?
0: Kind of, I'm gonna piggyback on your answer because yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. I I totally forgot about it, but mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved every second of playing that game, and the ending blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: like, yeah. Like you just, it just catches off guard, and it was just great. Like I just thought it all around. Um, it was a really cool game to play. I played it as a couch co-op, and it was a lot of fun and um I don't know. I I can't say enough about the game. Really, I I was really pleased with. It. I hundred percented it. Um, I made sure I got all the achievements for it. It was a good time. Real good nice. time.
1: Uh, and I mean, Manny and I always call back to this, but uh, with a way out, that was a that was definitely one of my top gaming experiences this year because that was, that was the day during the summer where my wife and I uh, sat down on stream and played the whole game together in one sitting. Like
2: right? it's so good. Uh,
1: and and a that never happens. We never sit down and. and Play games together. Like really? actually, she was playing, and she never plays games. Right. Uh, and two, uh, she she sat down with me on stream, and we beat an entire game, and that never happens. And it was not because <laughs> I was making her sit there and play. It was because she was like, "I really want to see what happens at the end of this. I want to see how this plays out." And it was so so great. And I could not have asked, like, I couldn't have asked for a better experience. And I'm one hundred percent like really happy I paid full price for it because I wanted to give the developers everything that they asked for on that one, because like the return for me was, was outstanding.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I bought it when it, when it came out and uh, you know, like I said, I mean, they were giving you a code. I mean, you, you could share it with
0: somebody didn't buy it just so
2: you'd have somebody to play co-op with. It was great.
0: That, you know? that was, I mean, really, that was something that, uh, that I, you've never seen done before. Right. So, mm. so if, for those of you who don't know, it's a co-op game right you have to play co-op and what they did to work around the you know the the uh the dilemma of your friend maybe not having that game well instead of you know having them go out and buy it yourself you had a gift code and all they had to do was give it to your friend and they can play it for free so every single copy of that game had came with a gift code that you can just play with um whoever it is you want whether they have it or not it's it's really unheard of uh i mean he was genius it worked out great i
2: thought and you know a lot of people were uh having you know like oh i don't know it's ea and all this stuff you know and uh uh but they didn't you know a lot of people didn't realize that you know that's ea's like you know developer like program that they have where they right Basically, they don't really have any involvement. They're just like, hey, you know, we're going to help you make this game, you know, to, you know, just to one day we might need you. So here, you know, and, you know, it, it was the same guy that made Brothers. I don't know if anybody played Brothers. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played there. it, but it's on that backlist. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was a very interesting game and how that worked out. Um, that one was on Game Pass for a little bit. Unfortunately, it's, it's since uh, made its way out of Game Pass. But, I mean, it was still a really cool game and um uh, and i didn't even realize that that was the same people until after i played a way out and i started looking into them more and i'm like oh crap they're the ones that came out with brothers brothers was a great game too so you know good good stuff a way out so that was one of my my surprises um that kind of like took me took me off guard nice um the other surprise i had was probably hellblade um yes sacrifice. That was a game that I had eyed up, you know, uh, you know, because obviously, you know, being in games, you keep track of what uh, the other platforms are doing, you know. And I saw that on on uh, on the PS and I thought, oh, you know, that looks really cool. And, and at some point I remember telling myself, you know what, if all this fails and if it never comes to Xbox, I'm going to try to get it on the computer and at least play it on the computer. So but luckily, um, uh, you know, uh, miracles do happen. And uh, it came uh, it came to Xbox and uh, I scooped it up right away and uh even though i haven't finished it all uh what i have played of it um from an audio standpoint uh the visual the idea behind it i mean it's it's hard not to love that game it really uh it can strike a chord and uh i i I think that's one of the uh pleasant surprises that i uh i ran across uh this last year so that's awesome dude Mm -hmm.
1: hellblade uh was in another one of ty's categories as uh one of uh as probably one of my favorite gaming experiences of 2018 uh it was a 2017 title i didn't get to it till the summer if you have been following the podcast you have heard me gush about it uh (laughs) many many times uh but now that hellblade is on the xbox game pass uh you would be foolish to not give it a go uh an absolutely outstanding title that made me feel things I didn't know I could feel from a video game. It was just a truly awesome, special, terrifying, stressful experience uh, that I would want anyone to, uh, to experience because I didn't, I didn't think a game could do that. It like it, it, I I already said this, like, I didn't know a game could evoke that kind of emotion and evoke that kind of, actual physiological response from me without what seemed like without even trying. And so, uh, just a truly great story, very interesting and very, uh, intense presentation, uh, and just a beautiful, beautiful game. So definitely check that one out. For sure. My surprise of the year and I, uh, Hellblade was great, but it wasn't a surprise because everyone told me I needed to try it. So I went in and I was like, (laughs) okay, this is what it was. Uh, my surprise of the year, and this one's for you, Buddha. My surprise was Forza Horizon Four. Bro, I was oh, I was baby. looking at
0: the list and I was like, yeah. Vroom, oh, you vroom. know what? I'm gonna sneak in with with Forza Horizon <laughs> Four. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, and I told you guys this. I have I have never been, and I will probably continue to be not a racing game guy. That is yeah. not my genre, and it's it's probably why I haven't stuck with playing it a whole lot uh, after that first month. Mm-hmm. But When Forza Horizon hit Xbox Game Pass and I jumped in, I was floored. It was so much fun. It was so vibrant and energetic and there were so many cool elements to it and the world was well-developed and it was beautiful and the music was good and the community around it was solid. It was just an overall wonderful, wonderful experience that I only tried because of Game Pass and it just shocked me that I uh, I had missed forza horizon three and uh and this is what it, what it was so big shocker there and i know buddha that was another one you know life like pretty hard uh yeah so uh yeah i'm really glad i got the chance to to experience that
2: i think that ended up being my uh second uh, most played game uh yeah on my little over review thing yeah so yep. yeah yeah well, i love the- me some forza
0: I, I, I am one I think uh ty and I are pretty much like the same person when it comes to this this game like I'm not I was never a racing game dude you know but right and only because the game pass I I got the game and played it day one and I right. really really enjoyed it I, I think they did a good job I think it's not enough for me like because ultimately the the non-gaming uh not the non-gaming the non- racer guy one out right but the fact that these games are coming out on game pass it allows me to, to try it and play it and enjoy it and, and and with no real risk right it's just that's a game that's like gravy you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's just is extra it's a bonus and i really i did i did have fun with it um but i i will i can say it wasn't 2018 though um i was surprised with how much i liked doom when i played doom this yeah, year
1: yeah doom was cool there you go yep
0: because that was a i know that was a 2017 game but when i finally got around to playing it i was like i i know so many times i said man i'm loving this game i, I can't believe i slept on it till till you know whenever <laughs> it is i i got around to playing it but that was so fun and that's I, is that, that's coming out, uh, the sequel, e- Eternal, it's coming out soon, right?
1: I'd expect it sometime in in uh, late spring, maybe, maybe fall, but 2019.
0: Yeah, I don't think they set a date quite yet, right? Yeah, okay.
1: you're right. I, I'm being presumptuous, but I'd say I'd say late spring.
0: Well, all right. I know is, if it's anything like the first one, I am all in, 100%. You know, because I love that game. I had so much fun. Um on that one. But, so yeah. I
1: mean, it's just uh, my experience with just single player shooting games is the campaign of Battlefield or the campaign of, of Call of Duty. And mm. this circumvented that style completely by giving you all these little nooks and crannies to search through and you know, giving you so much power over right. the enemies. <laughs> and uh you just you had total freedom of movement because there was no penalties to backpedaling, back backpedaling or sidestepping or jumping. You never had to take the time to reload. Uh, you just you had all these advantages that I think were easy to miss, easy easy gameplay mechanic choices that that the developers made. Easy things to miss. It it took me like three or four levels to realize. Wait a second, I'm not reloading. Uh, but then once you realize that, you're like, "Oh, this is sick!" And I never want to reload a gun ever again. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's the same. It's the same with something like uh, like backpedaling. You know, in in every game, backpedaling usually has about a 50% movement speed uh, uh, cost. And this one is this one was a really old school style of movement because it was way easier to code. You know, if player presses this direction, you move at at X speed and if they press a different direction who cares you're going to still move at x speed but you're going to yep. go that direction and so they use that exact same philosophy on on this one and again that was another thing i think i was talking to you, it was like i realized it at like level 4 or 5 wait a second there's no movement penalty here i'm moving in every direction exactly the same and that's why this thing feels so snappy so fast right so so easy to move and it was a really really cool moment and i think there were a lot of things in doom that they did very right like that uh that i can't wait to do again with eternal
0: well it was it was a weird uh mix of nostalgia but at the same time freshness like it didn't feel old but but if you played those those older uh first person shooters like really doom was was the first real first person shooter you know uh and it, it felt similar to that but it but it was faster and and the pacing of the game was so so well done like you said you could jump and explore and i took my time finding all kinds of little nooks and nooks and crannies you know uh and 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 extras they they rewarded exploration and then when you know the music changed the music by it's by the way amazing in that game and yeah dude it went from zero to 100 in a split second, and the next thing you know, you are mustering every first-person shooter skill you have just just to survive, you know? It was ridiculous.
1: Well, I mean, I didn't have the, that same experience as you did because, again, you play on ultra-awful. <laughs> settings. Yeah, I might have I even played through on, like, easy because I like playing those games and just enjoying myself. You apparently enjoy punching yourself in the face (laughs) Uh, but i agree with you 100 on the on the music and it was definitely always a cool moment uh for you to walk and encounter enemies and then all of a sudden you hear the
0: and
1: then i read something and it changed the entire game for me and it was like that's not the enemy music because you're getting close to demons that's the that's the enemy music because the demons are getting close to you. You right. are the boss that's coming up <laughs> and that's the music that the enemies are experiencing because you're nearby.
2: Yeah. And it got, a, and you it know, and it got an like, enhanced. Yes. You know, it got enhanced, uh, through Xbox and, uh, man, it just looks great.
1: It's a good looking game, right?
2: Good looking game, man. I remember the first time I ripped somebody apart and I'm like, Oh yeah.
1: Oh, oh yeah. the I mean, glory kills are so glory.
2: Yeah. But you know what? You know what? You want? You know what? I played Doom. I had when I ever had a whenever I had a like a a bad day at work. Yeah, yeah. I just want.
1: You know, I just want. To and I'd get
2: it. on and um, I would just be pent up, angry, and I'd play some Doom, and it fixed things real quick. Like I was like, yeah. yeah, give me that. Let me just rip it and stomp it and just just brutalize something. And it was like, yes, it was very gratifying. I I, I really like some Doom too. I need to finish it. Need to finish it.
0: Uh I loved it. I yeah, go ahead. i w I'm moving on to uh the Wolfenstein games afterwards. You know, oh of, nice. Yeah, I
2: think some of yeah. those are in Game Pass, right?
0: Uh they are. Uh I think the first the one is. One. I, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, there is only uh the first one There's uh two. well there is two, but I think the first one is only in is, is in Game Pass. Not the second one. Yeah, it's old
1: sure. old blood, right? Uh,
0: uh I'm
2: not sure.
1: Or is it new order is sure. in there? I, the I don't new know. New order. Is. I don't know. What I, don't know I don't know yeah. the order. Um, anyway, one final note. We've gone through all of Tyler's notes here, but one final note is honorable mentions. And I, I just wrote PS4 plus Switch because 2018 is the year that Tyler has officially joined the the Wizard tournament of consoles. And mm, I now officially welcome, have access Welcome to, welcome all to the three club. Of those. And it feels <laughs> pretty darn good.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Well, Lord willing. Like Buddha mentioned. Like Buddha mentioned before, I hopped on the PS4 for Black Friday, uh, Mm. and I picked up uh, most of the games that I wanted to get. I didn't get them all just because I knew it would be months and months before I got through the ones that I did buy, and I just didn't get to the other ones. But I bought all of the PS4 exclusives that I could. Right, So I picked up Spider-Man, I picked up God of War, I picked up The Last of Us, and Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: all games that are not
1: available anywhere else i'm not going to make the playstation my my main focus console it is it is a a exclusive machine that's all it Mm -hmm. does it plays exclusives Um, so i'm playing through spider-man right now and and it's great there's very few feelings in games better than swinging around new york as spider-man it is extremely satisfying highly recommend uh And then I'll I'll for sure report back on the others as I go through. Um, I'm not going to 100% these games. That's not really my style. I want to experience what they have to offer and make it through their story and see what people are seeing in them. But my heart is with Xbox and so that's where I'll probably continue to be. Uh, And then finally, uh, I got my hands on a Switch and I th- I can't remember if I told you this, but there was basically an electronic error with Target and they were accidentally stacking <laughs> oh, yeah. coupons that they shouldn't have stacked. I, 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 yeah. And so yes. instead of getting 15% off with non-stacking coupons, I ended up getting 60% off because they accidentally let me stack four 15% coupons. And mm-hmm. so I got mm-hmm. I got a I got a Switch and I got Zelda uh, for like 170 bucks or something like that. And so, yeah, I finally got into Switch, and so I've got Zelda, I've got Warframe now, because that's on Switch, and I have uh, Diablo, because I picked that one up as well, because it's a good travel game. But anyway, yeah, so I'm pretty pumped. So, anyway, guys, that is a uh, that is my 2018 in gaming review, from from the lows to the highs to the happies to the sads. That is what I've got.
2: You know, I want I want to ask you, Manny, what was your like? We we talked about like what games that you dug and all that, but was there anyone that you had a dis like were you disappointed in it like did you have a game that you got and was like man this kind of sucks
0: i kind of regret this um i mean i wouldn't go so far as to say that i i was uh disappointed you know but um i would probably I'll, i'll say like sea of thieves i i i thought I, I thought I would like it more once uh and I would play it more uh mm. once it fully once it came out like i had every single time i've i've played the game i really enjoyed it but uh i guess i guess when it first came out there was just not not as much uh stuff to do i guess you know i'm saying like the stuff became repetitive a little bit quick i still enjoy the game and i think they've added so much to the game at this point that it is um that's it's really it's a great to play you know and i want actually to get back into it but that's a game that i bought i bought um i pre-ordered actually you know Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I freaking okay. straight up because I wanted to play the game. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to enjoy this game. And then it went for Game Pass. All right, I bought it mm-hmm. before it was released for Game Pass. And looking back, not necessarily that I I played it. I I'm a disappoint uh, disappointed that I paid sixty dollars for it when it came out on Game Pass. And uh, and yeah. Sixty dollars. I could. I could have put that. I could have put that towards Red Dead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, saying. You, I could have put that you, towards when something was the last else. Was you
0: logged on there?
2: When was the last time you logged on? How, how long has it been?
0: Uh, quite some time. Quite some time. Okay.
2: Okay. I, I I actually went on there and played on there recently.
0: I and, I would um, like to uh get back in actually because it's been so long since before the know, the, I mean, the, the, uh, the 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 ships. You know what I'm saying? The freaking right. pirate ships. Yeah, since since before then.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, the um yeah, I, I actually got on there and played it recently. It was actually uh it, there was a lot of stuff that they added. It was pretty cool. I, I fought the uh what is it, the Megalodon, the the they shark, the Megalodon.
0: The shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought that. Uh fought a uh what was it, the Kraken. Fought that too while I was out there. Um they had to do like some kind of holiday chess thing and so I ended up getting a ton of money and a ton of chests just playing. I don't know if they've Bed things up a little bit as far as uh, to make the grind a little bit uh, easier, but uh, it seemed like I was leveling up things pretty quickly. And then, uh, the, of course, the the highlight of it is as soon as I logged in, all my achievements popped up from the last time I played it. So, because it was a oh, that's achievement right. issue. That's right. So I just as soon as I logged in, I was like, bloop bloop bloop. I'm like, this is great. I love this already. This is it's making me want to play this game more now. So, I uh... Uh, I
1: remember. If I remember correctly, wasn't Sea of Thieves the very first game that did the whole day and date yes. thing on Game Pass?
2: Yeah,
0: the first game. Yeah, I believe so.
1: And so that's how you got sucked into that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I I bought it before. That was like the last game I ever pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know. laughs>
2: so uh, I guess I'll talk about one of my disappointments, and it probably is a game that not many of you
0: probably played or whatever. It was Scribble Knots. Showdown. You were disappointed with that? I haven't played Scribble Knots. I played pff, years ago. Years and years ago. Yeah. And I thought it was and really that really version cool. Of it
2: is really good. The the version for Xbox um fell short really hard. Uh it, it was basically a bunch of mini games is all it really was. It didn't uh and it, and it did have some fun. I did have some fun playing as a couch co op. Uh it was pretty interesting. Uh, but it it I don't know, it just got stale really quick. Uh there's only so many times that you can, you know, type in machine gun or elephant or, you know, one of those things to 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 end matches really quick and it just got kinda I don't know. I I, I just I had higher hopes from it from playing it on a handheld. Because uh, I remember buying it for my kids back in the day, and I ended up actually playing it more than them because I was. Uh, the, like, this is the coolest idea. The ever. handheld version of that
0: was amazing.
2: Like, yeah, the idea of it was dope. You know, you type something in, and it pops on your screen, and bam, and you, you know, whatever you you play, and uh, it just uh, it just it just fell short. So scribble not Showdown was a one of my disappointments
0: that that is disappointing that is disappointing because the first like the the, i don't know if it was the first one i don't know i just know i played it years ago it was handheld and it it almost seemed like anything was possible because like even things that you like oh this will never come up this will never show up and they put things together like you can crazy things like bear bear you know bear man pig or whatever it is yeah <laughs> and they, and it comes yeah. out i was like what the hell yeah yeah it's crazy it was it was
2: it was a cool idea it was genius i thought it was great and it just they couldn't uh i don't know the the same fun that i had in the head nailed was not the same kind of fun i had on the consoles it was a, little, it was a bummer
0: oh uh, well um well we are definitely pressing for time that is for That's sure fine. so what we'll just say uh what are the uh, the one thing that you are looking forward for 2019 doesn't necessarily have to be gaming it could be streaming could be you know whatever what what are you looking for in 2019 a particular game
2: a milestone in streaming there's so many games i uh, like i'm looking forward to resident evil 2 and i'm looking forward to anthem um i'm looking forward to doing more podcasts
0: yeah yeah I'm to, so uh,
1: yeah I'm gonna, i actually
2: did I'm a, gonna... a review I put, I submitted it into you, uh, Manny, by the way, oh, uh, oh, a a game that I played on game pass. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to start doing more review reviews for for the, for the website and stuff. I
1: don't think you understand how happy that makes me. (laughs) (laughs) I think you think you understand, but you don't understand.
2: Yeah. It it was a game that uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about, but it was called the gardens between. Oh, a, bro. You
0: know, oh, I can't wait. I was just, I just looked at the trailer for that. I was like, yo, this looks really yeah, yeah. cool. It's a
2: very cool game. And I, and I, I wrote a review and I didn't spoil anything. So you, you're more than welcome to read through it. And awesome. Not, not worry about getting a, a spoiler or anything like that. But it was very, 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 uh, very good game. Very good game. Um, and uh, thanks to Game Pass, I was able to play it. And I felt so good about it that I thought, you know what? I'm going to write something about this. I, it's high time Buddha Will gets on the darn blog and starts writing some stuff up. Um, so I'm looking forward to pack south.
0: That's great.
2: I'm looking I'm looking forward to pack south. So I'm hoping to have stuff to write about uh, at that event when I go there uh, later Dude, on. Dude,
0: you better. <laughs> so you better.
2: yeah, take I'm pictures, in of bro.
0: That one. Yeah, take yeah, lots yeah, yeah, of yeah. pictures. That's, that's the plan. Pictures, that's notes. Plan, inter-
1: I expect interviews. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Bro, we'll see how you can
0: get do it. We'll, we'll Hell yeah, yeah. I,
2: well, yeah. Well, that's you know, there's there's all kinds of plans and and many. So uh, here's here's one tip.
1: Here's one tip. Packs. Uh, there's a 99% chance they have already published a Mm -hmm. developer list that will be present. Mm -hmm. Go, go on that list and make a top 20 of who you want to see while you're there. Oh my God. And then figure out what the best way is to go meet as many of these as you can. And then if you want to get really sexy, write down the developer, write down the (laughs) game that you're most interested in and three things you want to know about that game and you're going to meet so many great people because you're going to be you're going to come in with your big boy pants on and they're going to know it and oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I like that you're going to do you're going to do great i'm so excited for you
2: yeah yeah man it's going to be a lot of fun i can't wait um yeah so i get to meet a lot of cool people and get to play some cool games and you know it'll be the first time i got to go to one of these pack shows so hopefully it'll be the first of many to represent the hardcore casuals yeah awesome, yeah, dude so that is exciting yeah that's what i'm looking forward to guys
1: awesome dude for 2019 uh i've been doing a lot of introspection in 2018 because 2018 was a year of uh, a full spectrum when it comes to streaming uh and i say that uh very purposefully so when i was streaming in the beginning of the year i was streaming a lot of rainbow six siege that was kind of my main game for quite a few months there i played the division i played a little bit of A little bit of destiny kind of here and there, but for basically November of 17 through April, May of of 18, I did Siege three to four times a week. That was my game. And I always played with viewers. And for a while there, the growth in my channel was was great. It was really, really high. I was getting uh, hundreds, if not uh, over a thousand followers a month. It was crazy, crazy growth. But I was getting to the point very quickly where I was tired of, of playing Siege. I needed a break, and I wanted to get back to my roots of my RPGs because those, those are my first true love. Um, I can only play so much of the multiplayer PVPs uh, because I enjoy the level grind. I enjoy playing PVE. I enjoy getting the gear and the loot, and I just never got that feeling from Siege. And so I wanted to get back to that, and that's when I switched over to Warframe. And looking at my... My year-long analytics, looking at the at the bar graph that exists over the course of the twelve months, like as soon as I made that decision, that growth fell off the table. And so it was kind of at that impasse that a lot of streamers go through of the you know, do you pick the game that you want to play or do you pick the game that you know cause you know, allows you to grow and and I decided that it was worth it for me to play what I wanted to play because I don't have the stamina to to be bored every night. And so, <laughs> I suck with it and the growth in, in the TIE Fighter TV channel slowed way, way down. And that's when I realized, like, hey, you know what? This is not the only way for me to connect with people. And that's when I really started leaning in and really buying into the hardcore casuals and working on the podcast and working with Manny to create content for the website. And it has been the best decision I could have made because I'm having so much fun doing things that are beside the streaming. Uh, I've, I love streaming and I do it five days a week. I'm not stopping that anytime soon. But the skills that all of three of us have developed through the creation of this podcast and the skills that we've developed, everyone working on the website, uh, I think are more applicable than anything ever. Uh, And so my goal for 2019 is to take it a step further and to really hone the craft of the creation of content on a broader spectrum. Right. And so, not I, I'm not going to be ninja. I'm not going to be the top streamer on Mixer. I'm not going to be the top streamer on Twitch. I'm okay with that because there are already people who are doing really awesome, amazing things. I'm happy to grow and I'm looking forward to seeing growth in the channel over 2019, but I'm not going to depend on streaming being my gateway into the the gaming world. And I want to use these other methods that, you know, all of us in the hardcore casuals have started to develop. And I want to take them. Uh, to the next level. I want to write more. I want to make more podcasts. I want to write better and make better podcasts so that if an opportunity ever comes up and IGN or GameSpot says, hey, we're looking for people who want to write. I can say, he, you know, hey, here's 30 things that I've written in the last right. year. Yeah, uh, yeah. what do you think? Or here's, you know hey, we need people who can be a host. Awesome. Here's a hundred hours of podcasts that I've made with the hardcore casuals over the last year. And so that I feel is is a much more realistic gateway for me into what could potentially be a job in gaming. And so that those are the skills that I'm looking to develop with a much more focused uh, view over 2019. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for Anthem. I'm excited for Division 2, but content creation and and making reviews and having opinions and reporting news and just being integrated into the this, this system of gaming is is what i look to focus on for
0: 2019 word amen. Awesome. Oh, i'm 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 all in on everything you just said <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah i mean really that's the whole dream right you know like yeah. when when um we started and i i, I mean, we talk about this bef- uh, uh um, off off uh stream and and off podcast whatever
1: many times per week
0: Many times <laughs> yes, <laughs> about like yep. when, while we were, while we are setting it all up, like, like how much work it is and, and, uh, the idea of setting up like the blog and whatnot. Uh, and it, it is, it is a lot of work, but it really is. Like you said, it, it's a, it's a platform that we can build to really build a, a showcase for ourselves. And I, I'm, I'm it, right it there a, with it. It is a
1: public portfolio a public of, portfolio. Your, work, of yeah. your work and your progression as a, as a creator. Right. And if, if more people can enjoy their time with games because of your public display of work, then that's a huge win. No matter if the website makes money or your work gets uh, 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 recognized or whatever, I love going in and saying, you know, oh hey, you know, even even numbers like, oh hey, 15 people read this review. It's like awesome, dude. Like right. these, are, these are people that are experiencing right. this maybe for the first time. Like that's great. And so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited, and um, I'm already trying to do my best to write as much as I can uh, with the release of these reviews over the last month, and and you can definitely expect to see that continuing uh as we uh as we get into the next kind of rush of games over the next two months
2: Woo-hoo.
0: yeah yeah awesome yeah I, i'm i'm definitely like i said right there i i my goal is two articles a month are you you did two articles in two days bro you freaking animal yeah i mean that was
1: only because i liked ashen so much i i wasn't expecting to write a big article on ashen and then i played it and i was just like this is freaking great i need to tell people about this and literally i mean i said this and i i it's still weird to me i literally like i I turned off stream i opened up google docs and i wrote a thousand words in like 30 minutes i was just like
0: right well i mean really that's when 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 it's fresh and it's all, oh, you know, that's, that's dude, really you want to great talk about
1: being in the zone, man. I was just like, I knew everything I wanted to say the moment I turned the Xbox off and it was just boom. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of place I want to be in for, you know, whenever I need to be right. Okay, cool. I, I experienced this on this game. Boom, done. Uh, article's ready for tomorrow morning. So everyone knows it's fresh and you know, then we can get that hot Google SEO and then it becomes relevant. Uh, cause up until now, a lot of our content has been, you know, a week late, a month late, or, you know, maybe on a game that's been out for a while and that's okay. That's where we need to start because, uh, that's, you know, stuff that we're experiencing. But as we are diving into things that are, okay, this is relevant now, this is relevant tonight and it needs, we need to have this article tomorrow. Uh, I think practicing the ability to just pump content yeah. like that yeah. is going to be something that we're going to get a lot better at.
0: Lord willing. Thank okay so all right hold on to your butts hold on to your butts (laughs) oh man i was gonna say hold on to your butts we're coming but that really (laughs) (laughs) it really doesn't go right (laughs) (laughs) and on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for for stopping in hanging out really um it's been it's been a wonderful year 2018 was amazing 2019 uh we look we look to p- keep pushing that ball forward you know um uh, so so keep an eye out uh check out that website the hardcore com. uh there's a couple new things from from ty uh and of course the podcast go ahead and check that out as well um and uh and yeah the discord the hardcore slash discord join the community all are welcome.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. And uh and yeah, and yeah. Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.